Are you a professional woman who wants to create passive income streams and financial freedom through real estate investing? Join us here on Real Estate Investor Goddesses, hosted by Monique Holm. Listen to women who are rocking it in real estate investments as they share their stories of success, failures, and best advice in real estate investing. Start creating real wealth through real estate. Tune in today. Here's your host, real estate investor, syndicator, and developer, Monique Holm. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Classes podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hom, founder of Real Estate Investor Classes. And on this show, we interview amazing, badass women real estate investors like the beautiful Jennifer Lennington, who's here with us today. She is a high-performance mindset coach, and she supports her clients in becoming the generators of their best life. She's the founder of She Ascends Club, a best-selling author, a coach, motivational speaker, and a badass real estate investor. It's funny, through talking about this, I met Jennifer because she was so gracious, invited me to participate in her, the Duality of the Modern Woman Summit, which is going on right now. We'll tell you more about how you can connect to that. We'll add a link in the notes. But I think we were also on a different summit together as guests <laughs> and connected through that. And as we were talking, she's like, you know, I'm a real estate investor. I have some real estate. She wasn't even necessarily thinking of herself as a real estate investor. And as we talked, she's like, she has seven doors now and is like, developing a 60 unit building. <laughs> she was like, wasn't sure she was like a quote unquote real estate investor. This is hilarious. <laughs> so, so she's, yeah, I guess, she, she, you know, sometimes you have the identity you have. So she has definitely an identity as a coach with 15 years of experience coaching thousands of clients, including high performers, high achieving professionals, CEO and athletes. She's committed to supporting her clients and staying on their business and leadership edge by utilizing the tools in her vault that include powerful mindset combined with high level performance coaching strategies to create lifelong sustainable energy, abundance and financial success. And what I love about you, Jennifer, is that you have been such your model of that. It's not just what you're like preaching, you're you're living it. And so welcome. I'm so happy Thank to you. have you here. I'm so, so honored to be here. It's interesting because I've never identified as a real estate investor until you opened that door for me. And then I thought, oh wait, I do have a real estate investment company and I do own buildings. <laughs> I guess I qualify. So thank you for stepping into that. I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> you totally are. Yeah. So not just you know, few residential doors. You have a commercial property. Well, we'll we'll get more into it. But you have an unusual background. Tell us how you got started in real estate investing. Yeah, it's really interesting, and I think this story can be hopefully really powerful for your listeners because, you know, when I started my brick and mortar business, my first business ever as a single mom um, of to a baby, by the way, she was literally nine months old on my hip and my ex-husband had left. I had gone through a lot of trauma and abuse in that relationship and started my own business and it was really beautiful. 
Monique, I want to share this because I think this will inspire people. I owned that business on my own for gosh, close to 12 years. And the woman who owned the building, she's a goddess, just a goddess, just an, just an incredible human. And she said to me, if you, she gave me a chance because I had no experience renting. I had no experience with business, right? It was like, ah, she said, I believe in you. I want to help you. But if, and if you pay on time every month at the end of this, whenever you're feeling like you, you want to end this, I will allow you to purchase this building for me for what I bought it for. Wow. So that you and your daughter can have the future. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. I know it makes me want to cry. So I did, I fought Monique. I mean, there were months where I had to, I mean, I was like literally scraping change. I was living in a basement, my friend's basement at the time, sleeping at our gym, the building I own now, it was a gym. I was a fitness trainer at the time, sleeping there with my daughter, you know, just to make sure I was there at 4.30 AM for clients. It was very tough, but I did it. And at the end of that, it was actually about 11 and a half years in, I decided to take her up on that. And she allowed me to carry the note, right? So she, she carried the loan for me. So in our area in Idaho, it's called like an owner carry, right? Mm -hmm. So she only allowed me to put $5,000 down, which I scrubbed and scraped together. And then she carried the note for me, which allowed me to step into that building and own it. And so I, I stepped into it for, you know, a lot of equity, right? Right off the bat and used that equity now to be able to, you know, drive my future dream and vision for that building, which is growing it into a lower income housing facility, which is really special to me because as a single mom, I didn't have anywhere to live. I'm being real honest. Like there was a point where I, I did not have the money for daycare for, for everything to run my business. And had I had a lower income safe, clean place, it would have changed a lot for me. So my intention with that building where it started for me is to continue and perpetuate that for people that are, you know, working moms that maybe, you know, are, you know, have a lower income in their career and need a place to live. I think it's really important. So, so we're currently investigating and we just got our approval from the city to be able to put 60 units above that building and have a lot of it be lower income housing. That is so incredible. I love that story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm proud of you. As I was saying before, like that, your story is, this is why I focus on women. <laughs> it's not that guys would do that, but it's like, as women, we're not just doing this for the money. Right? No. Once, you, once our needs are met and we've like our, we got the family taken care of, we give back. Yeah. Like, how can we give back what we've been given? And I love that. And it's, you know, this woman, this beautiful angel in my life, she got to be an angel for me, for my daughter, for, for a legacy that I get to create. And hopefully, right. I can continue to pay that, that forward for other women and people that, you know, need a little support and I needed it. I still need it, but I really needed it then. And so my hope is that this project and others that we create will do that. Love it. Love it. That's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. So I want to ask you a question about your real estate investing. What was your biggest mistake that you learned from it? So far? I mean, there's so many, right? <laughs> like, where do I 
Which one do I choose? (laughs) I think in the beginning, my husband and I are extremely powerful together. We're both very good manifestors and we create, we can envision it. We really believe we can create it. And so I think my biggest mistake, I don't know that there's one in particular that's bigger than the other, but I know that on the broad is not acting fast enough. So I think there have been opportunities that slip. There's one, honestly, I'm thinking of right now that, I mean, if we had made the choice when we should have made it, when it came in, when we asked the universe, God divine to bring us something and we didn't act on it. Right. And now that property is really across the street from one of our other properties. And it's, it's tripled in, in value over the last four years. And we didn't say yes right away. We hesitated. So I think what I would share with people is in the market that we're in right now, I feel it's really important to take action and to be decisive. Yes, due diligence is extremely important. Please do your due diligence. Go to the city, find out if there's anything that's crazy and weird. But if an opportunity presents itself, now jumping and and trusting that instinct, I think is something that I I wish I would have done on several occasions. I have found that the most successful investors by far are those who do that. All right. Opportunities come, they take it because they, you know, it's like you've asked and, and then the things show up and it's being able to say yes. And it's the, the ones that are like, ho and hum and hesitate and have to overanalyze. And then it's like, by the time they've kind of figured out, okay, yeah, maybe I should. It's like, oh, I want that opportunity. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where everyone's watching from. I'll speak to our, my local market is just crazy right now. It's insane. So we've actually branched out and went to a few different other markets recently, um, which I think is really, it, it was a scary, it's a little scary because um, you get real comfortable with the market you're in and you understand the dynamics and the city and what you know you can and can't do and renovations and such. And then going to a different location is a little frightening. But I think if you can lay the foundation and really kind of do some due diligence with the city and what's required and what's allowed first, I think that's really important. So if I was to give advice about going out into different markets, I would research markets and kind of just, you know, Airbnb, require what the city can you can can do with Airbnb if there's any grandfather laws that you can kind of skip around and do things like that before you start asking universe manifesting you know, something to come into your lot because then you're ready to jump. Right. And I think that that is definitely a mistake that we've made, but we're not making it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That is such a good point. You like definitely as women, especially we're very intuitive and things can come in and we can create anything is so important to get educated and understand like the situation before you do get into that action mode because some, if you don't fully understand and you're not fully educated, you might misread the opportunity, right? Something comes in or you might take, like take, say yes, but do it in the in a way that doesn't work. I mean, you're trying or you think that that'll work, but without that education, it's easy to make mistakes. Yeah. And you know, I want to say one thing, this is a huge, t- not that you asked, but this has been something that we've done that is really, really really informative. So we go into the communities that we're looking at possibly expanding, you know, and and getting property in and we go into the Facebook groups. Like, you know how each community has like, you know, the community of this has like a Facebook group that, and we start asking questions 
you know, is anyone here? What, what are the rents like in this area? You know, what's the community like? You know, what's the turnaround in, you know, when you put something up for rent and, and getting that real life, real human feedback in real time has been very supportive. And then you can also ask for other handymen in the area that do good renovation work and kind of just get everything set up before you start really looking for property. I think it's a really, really good tool to use before going into a new market. That is such a great idea. Love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that tip. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the Duality of the Modern Woman Summit, Mm -hmm. the summit that you're doing. Going on right now, y'all, and you can, we'll put a link so so you can can find it and join it. It started on, you know, it's going until March 13th, Mm -hmm. but it's not too late to... um, so fine. I actually I had an interview there yesterday, which is which is available, which is so fun to do. And then there's yeah, there's just you brought together an incredible group to talk about this. So tell us a little bit about what the summit is, why you put it together. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Yeah, your interview was incredible. I learned so much. And the selfish reason is that I get to learn a lot from all these women, right? But <laughs> but no, there's 42 women that came in to speak on the duality of the modern woman. And to me in my life, I felt like I was always forced into this way of being, right? Like externally told how I should show up, externally told how I should grow my business. And I felt like it was a lot of pressure to perform in these ways. And the most success I've ever had is when I step back into that intuition, into my divine femininity, into that goddess energy that we all have as women and that creative power. And so I wanted to allow women and give them permission to explore all sides of who they are as women intrinsically, not not what we're told we should be, Monique, like who we really are and bring that forward unapologetically fully with our power and standing in our mission without asking for, you know, external approval. And I really fully, fully believe that this is the way that we get turned back on, that we stop being numbed, that we stop being quieted, that we stop, you know, silencing ourselves and that we can fully show up for what we were called to do on this earth. And that's great. That's create movement. It's create legacy. It's creating impact. It's creating wealth, right? We get to, and I believe women, it's our time. I do. So hundred percent. Yeah. With you. How would you say that this duality has come to play for you in your real estate investing? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, like we said at the beginning, I didn't, I haven't identified as a real estate investor, right? I, I don't identify that way. And that may be part of my duality where I just do what I do because it makes sense. I don't attach myself to that identity. I just do what I know is right. What I feel is right. What I intuitively know is the path that I want for not only me, but for my, my family. And I knew that freedom, not being confined, not being suffocated, like I was in my first marriage, not being controlled by money. Right. I knew that if I wanted that real estate was the way for me, it made the most sense. So for me, 
it's freedom for me. <laughs> Real estate is freedom for me. And we can set ourselves up now for our future and we can set ourselves up for our family and our kids future with real estate. And it was fun. It was just fun. <laughs> it is fun, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what I love about it. And I, it's like just real estate equals freedom. Yep. You can have it and it's there and it's running in the background and it's funding and financing your life or just like adding to the finances without you having to Think about it, do it like all the time, right? So you have a successful business as a coach and, you know, and that, that's kind of probably more how you identify and you think of what you do and your mom and your wife and you have all of these other things and real estate is there just providing that freedom Yep. that it gives you like wings that you can, <laughs> I feel like it gives you roots and wings. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to just say too, it started for us as creating the kind of life we wanted also where we purchased property in a way that, and I'll explain this a little bit, in a way that we could live in the property when we wanted to, but have a secondary property on that property to rent and pay our mortgage, right? So <laughs> we, we really started cultivating this idea of how we want to live. We want a beach house. We want a house in the mountains. We want a ranch. So how can we create that and also fund it, right? So it was really changing our, our lifestyle and being able to live into the kind of life that we wanted now and in the future. And then that kind of started this, oh, well, if I have this other, you know, place to rent on the property, it now pays for my mortgage. And so that's how we started. That's how our brain started in this. And then it developed over time as in full-time making us passive income, Right. So, so just as a, as a jumping off point, it, it can start like that, right? Like, what do you want to create for your future? How do you want to live your life? Yeah. I love that. Let me ask you, Jennifer, what are you most proud of? <laughs> I don't really know how else to answer other than my, my top, my child. I'm proud of the example I set for her. I'm proud that she saw adversity as not a victim story. But I'm proud that she saw adversity as a way to gain empathy so that you can use that adversity for purpose. And I'm proud that she's seen that from me. And she's seen me go from scraping pennies and not being able to afford milk to being able to create something for her that will be a legacy. I'm proud of that. (laughs) That is incredible. Thank you. I'm like, yeah. and that, that is, that's a powerful testimony of what's powerful, you know, what's possible for people, yeah. like regardless of where you come from or what you've done, there's like, oh, there's like so much hope. And now you live a life that's incredibly abundant. So anyone who's there listening, going, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can do it. I'm, you know, I don't have the money. I don't have, it's like, you didn't have the money when you started and you made it happen. No, I didn't. And it's also, there's more women were creative, right? So the traditional way of, of financing things, it doesn't have to be that way, right? There's, there's all many different ways as long as you ask. And what I learned is that even though the house that we maybe wanted wasn't owner carry, and maybe our credit couldn't carry more than two or three properties. If we went to those people person to person and said, 
you know, we can't finance this traditionally right now, but we can in two years. Would you be willing to own or carry this for us? And there are plenty of markets and plenty of people that will. And there's always a different way. There's always a solution if you truly want it, if you truly want it bad enough. And so I invite people to get creative and don't stop at that first no, right? If I had stopped at that first no, I would, I would not be here at all. So creativity is that feminine aspect that we get to have. And that's how I've had a lot of success is being creative with funding. I love that. Yeah, there's never, Tony Robbins, the TED Talk was like, there's never a lack of resources. That's never the problem. The problem is a lack of resourcefulness, but we can always be more resourceful and we can tap into our creativity and like anything is possible. There's no, no limits to what we can do. I love it. So what do you attribute your success? You might've already answered that. I think I can expand on that though. It's definitely one of the things is I'm, I'm extremely resourceful, but I have a lot of tenacity. So the one thing about me that I think has been brought me to a lot of success is I am tenacious. And if there is something that I desire, I will do and be whatever I need to do and be in order to create a different um, solution. So for example, just there's one example I'll give that's kind of interesting is, you know, if I had this gym, I was trying to run, but I didn't have the time or resources or money to have like somebody clean it or somebody do the laundry or, you know, all these different things that I needed done. So I, I said, okay, what can I do? What's the solution? The solution was, okay, I'll go to BSU and maybe apply to have interns work in my gym. Right. So, so the creative solution to that is, okay, well, I might not have money, but I have resources to come in and trade for me. So they got to get my expertise. They helped me with the gym. Another example is I have a building. How can I make this building work for me? So on the weekends, I would rent it to photographers, right? To make money when it wasn't being used in order to pay for my, my life. And so the point is, is that you have to be creative in what you currently have and make it work for you. And I had to learn that, right? There's also other areas where I had a gym and I could train people, but at one point I didn't have a place to live. I told you that. So one of my clients, I said, Hey, what if I train you five days a week? Why don't you let me live in one of your rentals? My daughter and I had a condo finally, right? I didn't. And so there's things like this that you can do. You have to use what you have in order to create the life you want, you know, and it's, it's really up to you as long as you're tenacious enough. And that's what I say a lot. <laughs> tenacious and resourceful. Yeah. Okay. And what advice do you have for a woman who's just starting out once to get into real estate investing? Yeah. I think again, it goes back to looking at your current resources, but I will say this had I had a little more guidance in the beginning and the very beginning, I think I could have even multiplied where I am currently. So this is what I would say, just like in, if you want to change any area of your life and you might not have all the knowledge, I I will pay for wisdom all day long. (laughs) That is probably the best advice I would give. If there's an area of your life you want to change or step into go and get support find someone that can support you and, and, and give you the steps to success and only hire those around you that have a track record of the success you want to have. So I find that sometimes people hire people, but they're hiring people that don't have the life they want. 
right? Like for me, I look at your life. I'm like, you're free. You have this beautiful, you know, amazing marriage. You have everything I want to have. I want to have all that freedom and, and what you're creating. So of course you would be someone I would look to. So I invite people to say, okay, is this person walking the walk? Are they doing what I want to do? And then hire them for their knowledge and short, shortcut it. Good on the fast track. <laughs> that is the best way to collapse time frames. Yeah. You know, to save yourself years. Yeah. What do they say? They said, uh, a, a smart person learns from their mistakes. A, a wise person, a genius learns from other people's mistakes. Yes. <laughs> really good. And what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? Well, a little bit about what I shared. I think currently um, the education in the market before jumping, I think that that's really important because sometimes, you know, different cities have different regulations and there's things that you think you want to do with the property that you get into the property and you realize you can't do. And so I think that's the one mistake that I had made a few times I, I spoke about, but I think that I would definitely do more research and due diligence in the areas I'm looking to expand into before opening the door for opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Really good. And before we get into our famed end of show Trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude and desire, how can people connect with you to find out more about you and what you do? Yeah, thank you. First of all, I really appreciate that. I love supporting women. I love helping women blow up the beliefs that are not serving them so they can stop blowing up their life. I just, it's my thing. They can find me on Instagram. It's a really fun place. I like to engage on Instagram a lot. And that's just my name, Jennifer Ludington. Or they can email me, info at jenniferluddington.com. And Ludington has one D. <laughs> one D. L-U-D-I-N-G-T-O-N. So there you go. Hey, goddess, have you been sitting on the sidelines and you're now ready to get started investing in real estate? If so, join me for my free online training, how to get started in real estate investing as a busy professional woman. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash W-R-E-I-G to register for our complimentary training and to learn how to get investing in real estate like a goddess today. See you there. All right, it's time for our Trinity. So first we start with a brag, a celebration. What's your brag? Okay. I'd like to brag about the summit. I don't know if anyone's listening has ever put on an online series, but it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, I've done a couple. They're not easy. So well bragged. <laughs> I've never done one with 42 women. I've only, I've done one with 20, but never 42. And so for me to show up and use my resources and time for women to empower them and to give to them and to bring other women in to collaborate without competition, just with collaboration and love, I feel like is a, is a, is a big give and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what it's doing for women right now. I'm proud of the breakthroughs they're having and I'm, and I'm proud to be a part of the movement. Well bragged. <laughs> and what are you grateful for? What's one thing you're grateful for? Oh, you know, right now I, I'm grateful for the community that I have today. And right now in this moment, I'm grateful for a lot of things, but in this moment, I was even reflecting this morning in my journal about how I feel so connected, even though we're in COVID, I'm, I feel so blessed to be brought into, you know, communities like yours and, and all these other women and so supported and loved. And I feel so just 
tuned up. I'm really grateful for that because I know right now during this pandemic, it's been a struggle. And, and currently I'm feeling like the struggle is gone and I feel really connected to other humans. So I'm really happy about that. Beautiful. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, what's one desire? One desire? Okay, here's my desire. So we're talking about my recent part. So we, we, we just brought a property in Florida. So my desire with that property is to be able to, in the next year, this is actually just a declaration, in the next year to be able to move out the top renter and, and live in half of the year, the entire property so that we didn't rely on the other rental income. So shall it be, or so much better than you can imagine, under grace and in perfect ways. Oh my gosh, I want to write that down. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that. Thank You're you, Moni. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. This was phenomenal. This was so fun. And it's always so inspiring to spend time with you. Likewise. Blessing. Thank you. Thank you. And y'all, you can connect with Jennifer at Jennifer Luddington on Instagram and or email info at jenniferluddington.com. Connect with me at reigoddesses.com there. And we're at reigoddesses on the socials. If you are looking for a mentor for your real estate investing, somebody who's actually doing it, who can walk you through and, and share with you how you do this from the feminine, then I do invite you to come check us out at REI Goddesses. I would love to support you in your journey. So go on the website and find it. And then also subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it with your friends, and come back next week for another amazing real estate investor goddesses podcast interview. Bye. You have just listened to another episode of Real Estate Investor Goddesses, a show dedicated to sharing stories of women creating real wealth through real estate. If you found value on what you just heard, feel free to share with your friends. Visit us at reigoddesses.com to learn more about our programs and live events, as well as to access other resources. Until next time.